Okay, so we're continuing in the 12th letter. And in this letter, we are discussing the verse that tells us there's the act of charity that creates peace and the service of charity that's quietness and surety forever. So yesterday and today, we're focusing on the first half of this phrase, the act of charity that creates peace. And yesterday, we explained the idea of the peace formed when these two, so to speak, opposing angel forces, Michael and Gabriel, kindness and severity are fused, are blended, are sweetened. So continuing today, to create this peace between these two angelic forces, we said we need an enormous manifestation of the infinity of God because that is what nullifies and fuses these two forces together for them to join and be at peace. So what causes this great radiance of the infinity of God? Our acts of charity. And not just giving the money, but in a benevolent fashion. When you give the poor person who has nothing of his own the donation, and also you pick up his spirits with warm and supportive words. He's given the life through your money and graciousness, kindness, compassion. When we do charity in this fashion, it arouses the intense illuminations from the infinity of God, which, as we discussed yesterday, causes the nullification and fusion and sweetening, blending of God's kindness with God's judgment. Now we're going to discuss how this act of charity is also impacting the person who's giving the charity in terms of our own personal battle with the evil of our animal soul. Our job here, a very important one of our jobs, is to refine the animal soul, to separate the good in it from the evil and to elevate that good. The normative way of doing this is from below upward meaning each attribute of the godly soul battles its counterpart in the animal soul to refine it. Your divine love for God purifies your animal's lust, etc. But there's another road, which is not from below going upward trait by trait by trait, but from above, from God downward. When you draw down a divine light on yourself, then the attributes of your animal soul spontaneously become purified and elevated within this light, which is like in the times of the Messiah, when the world as a whole will be purified of all evil because God will be so manifest then, and that will cause the removal of all impurity from the world. So we can do this to our animal soul. One way is through studying Torah for the sake of God, altruistically, without any thought even of a spiritual gain, this draws down this godly illumination which enables this refinement of the animal soul. And another way is when a Jew does this act of charity, drawing God's energy on you that specifically is revealed during times of prayer, which again enables the extraction of the good from the animal soul and separation from the evil of all the animal soul. So we will refine, separate, elevate the good, and the evil gets, so to speak, like discarded. So 
normatively we think of this process through the study of Torah for its own sake. That that causes this godliness to come on your soul in such a fashion it's impacting above and causing peace between the heavenly forces. And it's also impacting below and all of below because all of below since the sin of Adam is a mingling of good and evil. Wherever there's good, there's going to be evil. Wherever there's evil, there's going to be good. And in our world, generally, the evil rules over the good. So when we are studying the Torah for its own sake, this draws God's energy on our soul to extract and separate and elevate the good in the animal soul from it being encumbered by the evil. Because normatively, in our world, this only is going to ultimately happen by the Mashiach, as we see in our world now. Humans, sometimes good would prevail, sometimes it's the opposite. When will we have peace? At the end of time, by the time of the Messiah, when evil will cease to exist. But all the good will be refined from the evil. And at that point, when all evil is separated from the good, all the good is separated, elevated, refined, strengthened, well, then evil can't exist. There's no godliness giving it life. And what is going to cause that enormous shift by the times of the Messiah? The revelation of the enormous divinity of God that will be revealed then completely. So just as it's true that the whole world will experience this by the time of the Messiah, for us personally, in our most godly time, when we find God during prayer, or other times designated for excluding yourself with God, each person, as per our deeds, we can have a taste of this refinement normally achieved by engaging in the study of Torah for its own sake, which then brings down this enormous godliness during prayer, which causes this refinement of the animal soul, or, as we're saying, by means of charity. When we give charity, this act of charity brings down on us during prayer this energy that will cause from above to below, in a far swifter, easier fashion, the refinement of our animal soul. Like a quote given very often in the Tanya, how Rebel Azar would first give charity and only then pray. And uh, there's a verse from Psalms through Tzedek, which means righteousness and charity. Through Tzedek will I behold your face. So when we preface prayer with Tzedek, with the righteousness of charity, then we're granted during prayer a special perception that penetrates the innermost aspect of God, your faith, your inner dimension. So this inner dimension of God is manifest to this person who gave the charity, who did the act of charity. And when he then, during prayer, thinks on the greatness of God to create this intellectually generated fear and love of God, this will impact the animal soul, separating the good from the evil, elevating the good to God, and removing the existence of the evil. As the verse says, in Mishra, in Proverbs, the crucible is for refining silver, the melting pot is for gold, and man is refined according to his praise, his praise of God, meaning his prayer. When one prays, trying to create our gold and silver, our love and fear of God, 
And when we do this during prayer, just as the crystal refines the silver, the melting pot, the gold, so in our reality, our gold and silver is refined. The good is extracted, the evil is separated, and all is on its level of purity and separation from all evil. <laughs> 